Hello, this is JP from the Sacred Commons. It's good to be with you today. I want to start doing readings. A lot of what Diana and I do as priests require us to read, but we can never share everything that we read, especially in a sermon. There's just no time. And yet I feel like so much of what we read is so rich with uh, deep spirituality, ideas that cause contemplation and thoughts that can center our souls in ways that are just so formative. During the pandemic, we have transitioned everything to online streaming things uh, on YouTube and on Facebook. And so our sermons that we post are simply the live stream. Because of that, we kind of paused the podcast. But just in case someone is out there listening (laughs) and you're still into podcasts, I think many people are, We hope that this can be, I hope that this can be something that can provide some material for thought, reflection. In reality, much of this will be redundant, or at least there will be long streams of consciousness from a single source or a single author because much of what I do I think uh, in terms of the reading that I undertake uh, it tends to be in season with the liturgical year and then usually I'll find a voice or two to anchor my imagination within And so if this seems to be repetitive or at least uh, redundant in in terms of the author, uh, either forgive me or enjoy it. Because hopefully that continuity can be helpful. With that said, I'd like to read and share from the writings of St. Alphonsus, Alphonsus de Ligori, if I'm saying that correctly. He's a saint that I have recently been drawn towards. I find myself fascinated with him. I have personal reasons for that. But also I'm fascinated with what the church has to say about him. He wrote a work called Preparation for Death. And I think I'm drawn to it because we're entering into the season of Lent. And I think this is the perfect time to consider our dustiness. 
And I really enjoy what St. Alphonsus has to say about this. So this is from his work, Preparation for Death. I'm going to begin with Consideration 1, Portrait of a Man Who Has Recently Gone Into the Other World. Dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Genesis 3, verse 19. First point, the body on the deathbed. Consider that you are dust, and that you shall return to dust. A day will come when you shall die, and rot in a grave, where worms shall be your covering. The same lot awaits all, the nobleman and the peasant, the prince and the vassal. The moment the soul leaves the body, it shall go to eternity, and the body shall return to dust. Thou shalt send forth their breath, and they shall fail, and shall return to their dust. Imagine that you behold a person who has just expired. Look at that body, still laid on the bed, the head fallen on the chest, the hair in disorder, and still bathed in the sweat of death, the eyes sunk and cheeks hollow, the face the color of ashes, the lips and tongue like iron, the body cold and heavy. The beholders grow pale and tremble. How many, at the sight of a deceased relative or friend, have changed their life and retired from the world? Still great horror will be excited when the body begins to pee. Twenty-four hours have not elapsed since the death of that young man, and his body has already begun to exhale an offensive smell. The windows must be opened, a great quantity of incense must be used, and to prevent the communication of disease to the entire family, he must soon be transferred to the church and buried in the earth. Quote, If he has been one of the rich or nobles of the earth, his body shall send forth a more no intolerable stench says St. Ambrose. Behold the end of that proud, of that lewd and voluptuous man. Before death, desired and sought after in conversations, now become an object of horror and disgust to all who behold him. His relatives are in haste to remove him from the house. They hire men to shut him up in a coffin to carry him to the churchyard and throw him into a grace. During life, the fame of his wit, of his politeness, of the elegance of his manners, and of his facetiousness was spread abroad, but after death he is soon forgotten. Their memory hath perished with the noise. On hearing the news of his death, some say, he was an honor to his family. Others say, he has provided well for his children. Some regret his death because he had done them some service during life. Others rejoice, as it because it is an advantage taught, the, taught him. But in a little time, no one speaks of him, 
In the beginning, his nearest relatives feel unwilling to hear his name through fear of renewing their grief. In the visits of condolence, all are careful to make no mention of the deceased. And should any happen to speak of him, the relatives exclaim, For God's sake, do not mention his name. Consider, as you have acted on the occasion of the death of friends and relatives, so others will act on the occasion of your death. The living takes part in the scene. They occupy the possessions and offices of the deceased, but the dead are no longer remembered. Their name is scarce, scarcely ever mentioned. In the beginning, their relatives are afflicted for a short time, but they will soon be consoled by the share of the property of the deceased which falls to them. Thus, in a short time, your death will be rather a source of joy. And in the very room in which you have breathed forth your soul, and in which you have been judged by Jesus Christ, others will dance and eat and play and laugh as before. And where will your soul then be?